0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is sponsored by Unity.org. Discover the transformative power of inner voice, a tarot deck of affirmations. Explore your true self, seek guidance, and find empowerment through ancient wisdom and modern insight. To learn more, visit go.unity.org forward slash tarot. Healthy Living
1: Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa is for educational purposes only and is not intended to provide a physician-patient relationship. Give diagnoses, prescribe treatment, or do psychotherapy. Please contact your healthcare provider to obtain treatment.
0: This podcast is produced with Caller Interaction. Follow Dr. Mona Lisa on Facebook and Instagram to be a part of the next podcast taping. Discover your body's natural ability to heal. Welcome to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa.
1: You feel that lately your life has been turned upside down, whether it's finances, health, relationship. Do you try to use your mind and physical prowess, strength, reasoning to get things right? fix the finances, fix the relationship, use your mind, your body to will your way out of that sense of feeling cornered? First of all, I don't know. Have you tried to use your mind and your will and your intent to try to maneuver your way around the obstacles? If this is you and you still feel like your life is topsy-turvy, today's your day, because we're going to discuss sharp mind, strong body. This is Healthy Living Intuitively with me, Dr. Mona Lisa, podcast on mindbodyspirit.fm on your podcast network. My name is Dr. Mona Lisa. The world around us is upside down, but perhaps your relationship is upside down. People talk about how the price of an egg is upside down. Maybe you're trying to go faster and faster and trying to get more and more done in less and less time. I remember, oh, how things, the harder you try, you're right back to where you started from with the same struggles. Please don't forget to mute you. your... microphones. I remember back when I was in medical school, I was trying extremely hard to balance finances, balance time, balance my MD and my PhD, and then my back broke, my a Bluetooth discs. And so, unperturbed, I took what looked like a medical leave of absence, but I started working on an author's book. And at the same time with a neck brace, (laughs) the same neck brace I have on now, on Friday afternoons, I would drive out. You're not supposed to drive with a neck brace, FYI. I would drive out to a osteopath in Western Maine. And because I was trying to beat the traffic, trying to jerry-rig my schedule, trying to get all the way back here to work on the book, go all the way back to Boston, get, you know, all my, you know, get the cash advance on my um, student loans. There was a lot of running around. And I remember my mother saying, God rest her soul, saying, you know what your problem is? You know what your health problem is? You drive that car too damn fast, too damn fast. And I'm thinking, what are you talking about? So I'm driving around this rotary in Western Maine with a neck brace. And all of a sudden I hear, row, 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 I had everything organized. First center, medical intuition, everything organized. Second center, I had just enough money to pay the bills. Third center, I had all my responsibilities. Fourth center, I tried to jerry rig the family And all the other responsibilities in my life. In fifth center, I was learning with therapy and how to express myself. I was sixth center, working on skillfully learning, balancing my intellect. All the areas I was balancing. Even though my life still went upside down with the neck. So I pull over and it's a cop. And he says, is your speedometer upside down? That's the title of today's show. Has your life gone upside down, topsy-turvy? So he accuses me. He says, is your speedometer upside down? You're going 52 in a 25-mile-an-hour zone. Is something in your life upside down? You may say, no, not so much. Maybe before the relationship went belly up, the finances went belly up, maybe something was going a little askew. So I said, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm trying to get a lot done. And I have this neck problem, like it's not apparent. And he says, I'll let you go with a warning. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, it's so painful. So he lets me go, which is a huge amount, 25 to 50. That's like driving to endangers, like 30 miles an hour over the speed limit. So I go really, really slow, which is so painful. The epitome of burning the candle on both ends. And of course, next thing I know, because you really haven't changed anything, you're still doing things the same way. For the moment, you may change something because you learned stress reduction, or you are learning that little tidbit that you read in Mind Body somewhere about mindfulness and stress reduction. But It's like that global term, stress reduction. You haven't itemized it. Medical intuition itemizes where is the stress coming from? Family. It's like a dashboard on your body. Warning lights. Your mind and body. Sharp mind, strong body. Where are the warning lights in the dashboard of your body? There are seven of them that light up, that give you warning signs ahead of time that you're running a little ragged before Something falls out in your car, your body, or your mind, you blow a fuse. So he pulls me over again, the cop. I said, Why are you pulling me over? He said, Your license has been suspended. What? <laughs> Apparently, I got a ticket. I gave it to my parents. They, quote, forgot to pay it. I'm not going to get into that whole thing. We forgive. I'm going to have to throw you in jail for the weekend. There are no cops and there are no judges to bail you out. So you're going to have to spend the weekend in jail before they can see you on Monday. I started to cry. I was belly up every week to advertise this podcast. I do these pictures. And some of them are funny and some of them are not. And some of them are supposed to make you relate. This one, this week, one of them at least, was a picture of a turtle on its back. Thrashing its legs because it can't right itself. That's you. So now you've been running yourself ragged. You've avoided this beginning symptoms of a problem in the family, the beginning symptoms of a problem with finances, money, relationships, and so on. Next thing you know, you're upside down. And no matter what you can do, you, no matter how sharp and strong you think your mind is, you are helpless on your back. You are flipped over and you can't right yourself. Family, the world's people, you look on the news, relationships, money, work, parent, child, political world, the morality of the world, you have become destabilized. The floor has been pulled out from underneath you, and no matter how much your feet are dangling around, you struggle to right yourself. You don't get stable footing. You frantically, frantically try to use your mind to get out of this mess. How did it happen? I thought I took care of that. So you try to use the usual maneuvers. You get a friend or a family to bail you out. Or you try to do therapy, you use supplements. And these scotch tape maneuvers may have gotten you in the short term before when things were wobbly, but now you're way over. However, remember me telling you that our body and brain are like a dashboard warning on a car. We all have subtle warning lights. Subtle in our mind and body, our minds and body, our minds are sharp, and our bodies are strong. Before we completely roll over, there are signs of teetering. Yes, teetering. So our bodies have warning lights and we'll get symptoms in our body, medical intuition, or symptoms emotionally or intuitively that something around us is out of whack. Let's say relationship. In your, in your in your car, each light lights up, letting you know when the oil is running low, the gas is low, the electricity is messed up, and so on and so on. Similarly, areas in your body may be genetically predisposed to certain illnesses. You may have injured it. You may have been susceptible to a virus or some nutritional problem. But every illness is provoked by an emotional, intuitive, or what we call stress. And they're itemized on your dashboard. And so your bones and joints might let you know when you don't feel safe and secure in the world, that's the stressor. They're itemized now. Your white cells will not work well, or your red cells will not work as well when you don't have many contacts, population, of people in your life. Hormones will go awry, lower back will go awry when you have problems with money and marriage, relationship. Work, digestion, when you work, there's too much competition, you feel trapped for territory, you're more likely to get gastritis, weight problems, metabolism. Heart, breasts, and lungs when you have problems with parents, children. When you're holding your emotions behind a brave and stoic face or carrying a lot of hostility, and so on and so on. And so just like the warning lights, on the dashboard in your car, you really have to wait a good long time before you come down with that boom, heart attack. And and your family will go, well, you know, they've been riding themselves ragged in that job for years. And I warn them, did they listen? No. Or, you know, they've been carrying too much financial weight in in that work, in that family. They've been doing everything. And the kids and nobody else is carrying any of the slack and I just knew the back was going to go out. Now everybody has to do everything. But the beginning, the beginning, there are symptoms. For example, before your gas light goes on, you know you're running low on gas. You're looking right at the gauge. <laughs> the gauge is right in front of you. But what's too painful to pay attention to, we choose to ignore Yep, we do. So you see that gauge go down and down and down. You ignore it until the light goes on. And then the next thing you know, the cost stops. And you've run out of gas. The same thing happens with our health. You get beginning symptoms in your digestion. You've had it several times. You get that nameless discomfort, that burning feeling in your stomach that has occurred before When you get a feeling that there is a problem, an undercurrent in that department at work, and it always kind of happens and escalates before they downsize to um, get rid of people or close whole departments and layoffs, you knew, you knew, and next thing you know, you get a pink slip, and then you come down with the ELSA. You just wish you had listened to the beginning of those symptoms because that's your warning light. Your body speaks fluent gastritis. You knew. But you know what? What's too painful to pay attention to, we choose to forget. Sharp mind. Strong body. Why is that important? Sharp mind. Listen. See. Feel. There's a famous rock opera. See me, feel me, feel me. To- and Tommy. Interesting enough, it's a guy who's blind and deaf. <laughs> However, the more blinder he is, the more clairvoyant he is, intuitive. The more deaf he is, the more audience he is. Because when we can't see ahead of us, we get a stronger intuitive sense. We can't hear what's in front of us. We're forced to ooh, so pay attention. I remember once I have epilepsy, and when I hear certain tones, I have a seizure, which looks like I fall asleep. So I had this hearing test once. I'm sitting there, and of course, they have this high-pitched sounds that they want you to. Every time you hear the sound, you put you press the button. Well, there are electronic sounds. And of course. Unfortunately, I fell asleep or I had a seizure. So I feel really bad. I call it being shame-based. So I kind of come to, I wake up, and now I'm really upset because I've missed half the test. But all of a sudden, I hear this really distant sound.
0: Ding,
1: ding, sharp mind. Ding. And it's like, am I really hearing it or am I imagining it? Is that nameless feeling in my, is it true that my partner is looking at me differently? Is the sex we're having feel a little more mechanical than it used to be? Are the way they talking to me a little more mechanical? And when you ask them, they're like, no, it's your imagination. And just the question mark, the tone makes you think you're not nuts. but that Self esteem problem you've worked on since 1892. You never take yourself seriously until you find you're right and the relationship's over with. And you're like, son of a gun, I just knew it. So I start pressing the button in the hearing test because I figure, what the hell? How could I be wrong? I fell asleep during most of the test. And then finally, the lady goes, that's it, you're fine. That's the end of the test. And I, I, I'm like, she's going to think I'm deaf. And she looks at me. She stares at me. And I'm like, another one, another one that goes, I can't believe you fell asleep like that, which is really a seizure. So I come out and she goes, it's unbelievable. And I went, what? She said, you have the most unbelievable hearing. <laughs> and she said, you can hear the most distant. She didn't understand that it was being audience. It's because I missed the entire middle of the test. I heard the loud ones. I fell asleep during the middle and I woke up only to hear the very distant. I think it's because intuitively, I think I saw her pressing the button. I don't know. She says, you heard tones that nobody else can hear. I think I was in the dog range, you know, that whistle (laughs) that they play. The point of the matter is, strong mind, sharp body. Learn to listen To the very subtle tones and sights and sounds of warning lights in your life, in your family, money, relationships, job, parents, children. Before everything goes to hell in a handbasket and it's harder to write yourself up. Yeah, you'll feel crazy. But you'll feel worse when you flipped over like that turtle and you can't write yourself. We all think that strong means being able to recite and recall the telephone book. No, strong is disciplined and being able to respond to something effectively at the right time be able to be responsible and proactive i remember a friend of mine she goes you know the gas is down to a quarter of a tank i like to follow i'd like to fill up the gas when it starts to go to a quarter tank and i'm like oh no we got plenty of gas no that's not strong responsible proactive mind when our brains develop, we develop dorsolateral prefrontal cortex, area 46. That's the mature mind, the wisdom mind. And it keeps evolving all the way till age 80, 90, 100, 120, however long Moses or everybody else lived. And you like to live, you know, the point of the matter is, it's it's looking at future consequences to your behavior. If you're running down to fumes, you ask yourself, maybe you'll run out of them, <laughs> The idea is to have the gas in the tank and not running on fumes in the air. It's not sharp mind. And when it comes to strong body, when you get a sense that someone's distant, removed, strong body means standing up for yourself. It doesn't mean doing reps in the gym, even if they go, you're crazy. Oh, Like someone who lies to you is going to say, hey, you know what? You're right. You caught me in a lie. Are you kidding? (laughs) They don't ever admit it. They don't. They'll say, you're crazy. They'll bluff and bluff and bluff until it's over with. Until they say, you know what? I'm tired of you. I'm bored with you. Goodbye. My point is, if you know it, you know it. Take a stand. Stand strongly. Sharp mind strong body. How to use intuition to stay upright in your life. This is Healthy Living Intuitively with me, Dr. Mona Lisa Podcast on mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network. You can listen to this all the time by subscribing to Healthy Living Intuitively. Intuitively, with me, Dr. Mona Lisa, subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We do live readings here every week. But if you're shy and you want to not call in, you can to the number posted because I told you about the advertisements and the pitches. You can see the advertisements on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa, Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa one. And there's a bunch of other social media. I stay off of TikTok. I once went on TikTok, you know, put a bunch of videos on there. All the responses I got, Request for sex. Now, I've never really, never really thought of myself as a sex object, especially if I'm wearing a neck brace at the time. So I really don't get all that, but I decided to shy away from TikTok. I don't even got that whole concept at all. However, it works for Reese Witherspoon, but it didn't work for me. Um, so if you want a private reading, go to www.drmonalisa.com, www.drmonalisa.com. Never had that response on Facebook or Instagram. Still don't understand it. I still don't understand that. Hey, would you like to have a beep? Don't get it. Do not get it. Apparently, I attract a different, a different audience on TikTok, and it's not the one I want. So, if you want the reading now, I am available. But today's session will be cut short for um, a variety of reasons. Who has a question? Raise your hand. Raise your paw. Anybody? Anybody? Yes. This person over here. Kate, Kathy? Does Kathy have a question? No, Kathy does not have a question. Somebody has it. Okay, Amelita, how, um, how are you? I will unmute you. How can I be of help? You have to unmute yourself. Okay. There you go. Thank you. I would love to clarify real quick uh,
0: the expression you mentioned to write yourself up. Is that W-R-I-T-E or is that R-I-T-E? H-R-I-H-R-I-G-H-T Write Yourself Up.
1: That's interesting. Um, I asked it in the chat and the lady Maureen was so kind to say I think it's Write Yourself Up. It's both. If we are to have full intelligence we have a sharp mind, and a strong body. The right brain is for emotion, intuition, and it has connections to the body, and the left brain is the intellect. The left brain, for most people, is writing. Writing. W-R-I-T-E. The right brain has exquisite connections to the body, so it's motor movement. Many people like to talk, 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 talk. They say, I did that. I worked it through in therapy. Very nice. That's hippocampus. They wrote about it linguistically. But that is not going out and doing something. That's making some cognitive changes. It's one thing to image a uh, double flip with a side twist on the balance beam. But it's another one to do it in practice, in therapy, and it's another one to go to the Olympics and do it in front of an audience. And in fact, actually, they use different parts of the brain to copy and to command. You can do it on your own, spontaneously, in a relationship, or I can tell you to do it, do this, it uses a completely different part of your brain. So that's why in therapy, usually, they don't tell you to do something, because that's to commands. I'm telling you to do something. That is to command. However, if you find yourself in a situation, and you, like tweezer, pull out that skill, and you implicitly select it. That's right brain body. Your body, amygdala, selected it from learning. That learning went down into motor area. It's now become physicalized and you use the skill. You didn't think about it, but you did it. It became physicalized. You ever drive home? You're, You're supposed to be driving to the library, but you find yourself, you drove home. And you're like, son of a gun. Why did I do this? Because you weren't thinking. You weren't writing. W R I G H T. W R I T E. I'm dyslexic. You were writing. R I G H T. So maybe you weren't supposed to go to the library. Maybe you were right. R I G H T. You were supposed to go home. Maybe you're too tired. Well, if you are strong minded and you are Alita, you go, what am I thinking? I need to go to the library. <laughs> I can just see you doing this. I need to go to the library. I have things I need to do. So you turn the car around and you go to the library because you stay, you you're better than this now. I'm just using I'm using you as an example to embarrass you in front of thousands of people. So you would turn the car around and you would stay on task. The thing is, is that you would have to ask yourself, was I doing the right thing? And for what? Some people would just say, oh, well, you know, I wasn't thinking. Well, sometimes not thinking is a good thing. Got it. Sometimes your body knows better than you. Like, for example, and when I wake up in the morning, I recently had surgery. Some people know this. I feel like I'm a slouch. I would like to do what I used to do before I had the surgery, which is a little bit of a deal. Many people don't know this, but for like a year, I was developing paraparesis, paraplegic symptoms. I was having trouble walking. So the walk in my house, I would veer from wall to wall. In the hospital, they call that wall walking. (laughs) I didn't really realize it was that bad until the end which I won't get into graphic detail, but when they brought me into the hospital, the guy says, don't hold on to the walls. Walk in the middle of the hallway. I walked three steps and I fell on my face. (laughs) I really got upset. And he said, hold on to me. I said, no. He said, why? And I said, because you'll know how weak I am. I said, the walls never talk. How many people hide behind schedules because it makes you feel strong. How many people hide behind work and duty and effectiveness? Because like walls, it makes you feel less vulnerable. So I stayed on task. I just ping pong between the walls. But it got to a point where I couldn't walk to the mailbox because, of course, there are no walls in the driveway. So some event happened, which I won't get into, that I ended up going into the emergency room where my surgeon is, and it devolved. I uh, wrote about it. It's called Screaming Phoenix. (laughs) I went to Phoenix. I can't even begin to tell you I was in the air for 48 hours of screaming. There was screaming and alarms, and I spent time at this called the Dignity Medical Center in what's called the Dignity Lounge, and after a certain hour, it was unsignified. I would text people and go, the Dignity Lounge is no longer dignified for the rest of the evening. I tried to find a way of being humorous. But my symptoms, and I went in there saying, see how long my my how strong my arms are? I am a good surgery candidate. Look, my arms are strong. And they're like, wow, your arms are so much stronger than I was before. And I'm like, see? 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 I get better. Well, Day or two later, I said, you know, I'm having trouble breathing. It's like my ribs are spasming. My arms went. I developed quadripresis. But you know what was the problem? The nurses couldn't keep me on the bed. I wouldn't give up working. They said, we're not used to someone like that. I wouldn't stay in the bed. I would walk down the hallways wall surfing. I would go in the refrigerators. I'd go in anywhere. I wash my hair every single day because I needed to keep the structure to feel effective, strong mind, strong body. I refuse to accept the vulnerability of being upside down. And sometimes you need to. Why? That's the value of this. So you listen to this radio show. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna use my intuition. I'm going to develop a sharp mind and strong body, so I'm never upside down. Good luck with that. What is the value of being upside down? There is. Because you're going to write down all the tricks in the, of the trade to listen and sharpen your mind. And guess what's going to happen? You ever this with your computer every once in a while, it just goes, and it, it just stops. And what do you have to do? You have to reset it. You have to press like a million buttons at the same time and plug it in at the same time. And it like short circuits it. And that's called a hard reset. (laughs) Every one of us has had a hard reset. We know what that is. That means everything went to hell in a handbasket. And you are that turtle that's upside down. And the only way you can get right side up is not listening to the signs ahead of time, because you're supposed to be upside down. Why? How does a turtle get right side up? They have to wait for the will of the divine and people they don't know to help them. And is that fun? No, it's not. Who likes that? I don't, you don't. In um, mysticism, if you have a life threatening illness and medical intuition at seven center, the next step is eight center, at least in my system. It's taken. And the Aborigines and other, you go on a walkabout. In Sadiq and Jewish mysticism, that means you leave your ordinary home and you go out to a place where nobody knows you and you have to learn to trust strangers and appreciate the divine and strangers, the heavens, and people you don't know, your family, will somehow write you or a hard reset. So while you're tangling there, dangling, so there I am, I've lost my legs, my feet, my legs. Let's not talk about the rear ends, okay? We'll just leave that alone right now. The ribs, the arms, and the fingers now. And I look, and there I am. And the resident comes in, and he tells me why. And someone's going to tell you, well, you know, it's like Job. Well, you know, if you did this, it wouldn't happen. If you know if you did this, it wouldn't happen. I don't know if, how many people have read the book of Job. Well, do you believe it really happened? It was an allegory. It still is teaching, well, there's going to be a bunch of people that goes, you know, you should have known. You should have put a quarter of a ca- uh, kept a quarter of a tank of gas at all times. There's always a bunch of people. If you had been a kind of person, you knew I told you about your partner. If you'd only done vitamin C or vitamin D or gotten that mammogram or ultrasound, the thermogram or some gram, you know, maybe it would have been a graham cracker. I don't care what it was. Someone's always thinks that you could vent. Be- bad things. Well, you know, is a book by Harold Kushner, why bad things happen to good people. Things happen. People flip over. You see this. They used to have Jeeps, certain kind of Jeep, goes over, goes like hell. They were cool looking Jeeps. Everybody liked them. Everybody wanted them. At least I did. They are going like hell. And next thing you know, they roll over, they go over, just like they flip over. You're like, son of a gun, I wanted that car. Everything flips over. Everything needs to be reset. Bernie Siegel said cancer is nature's reset button. Disasters are a reset button. When 9-11 went on, polarization between people, it was like, you know what? We just wanted to play cards with each other. (laughs) People who weren't talking with each other started to talk. So there I am, alone, in the hospital, With a Zelda Tears of the Kingdom book, gaming book, and a Disney jacket, and somebody sent me Disney jungle balloons. My my room turned into a sorority. People came in. They went, are you a gamer? I went, what? is that a Zelda book? Can I touch it? I want you to know it was instant. I had people who helped me. I had so much fun in the midst of disaster. I mean, they were going to put a a needle between C1, C2. It's right next to my brainstem. It's called the hangman's disc. I was scared to death. I got people in there going, are you the person with the Zelda book? i don't know who you are but come on in, come in come in welcome welcome are you the one with the jungle balloons i want you to know i helped another nurse bring all those balloons and it required two nurses to bring all those balloons upstairs i want you to know i had so much fun another nurse comes in and goes you're a disney file aren't you i'm a disney file too everybody as a result of my life going belly up I met all these strangers who ended up not being strangers. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need to be flipped upside down. Despite your best efforts of a sharp mind and strong body. And let me tell you, I'm strong. I had the surgery and I got all of my faculties back. And then when I came home, none of the um, services showed up. So I started to clean my house, like I do, with a swollen spinal cord at C2, C3, and C4. I don't want to tell you what that's like. That was a stupid thing. So when you lean forward, you start to lose your legs again. and You freak out. However, all the people who knew go, don't do that. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, these people that I've yelled at yell at me. And you're like, don't yell at me. And then, you know because you're going up belly up that people care. You only know that once your life has gone upside down. And that's the value, the intuitive mystical value of being upside down is losing control. Yes, Kathy, Kathy B, yes.
0: Can you
1: hear me? Yes, I can.
0: Okay. Um, glad to see you're back. You had that look of like dread, though,
1: for a second when you came on. Can I tell you this is very hard? I, I thought,
0: I thought, I think it's because you thought I was going to be the only one.
1: No, that wasn't like, the dread. The oh. dread is that this is. I look really. Um, it's hard. These podcasts are going to be at four o'clock. From I, know now they for are, a while. I know
0: how much I, I can't even much, begin.
1: to. I can't even begin to tell you that this is, you know, no, the, know. the videos I, know. I did from the hospital. Yeah. I would go, hi, this is Dr. Mona Lisa. How are you? I, I don't even know, you know, how I did I don't that. Know I, I mean, like, I don't know
0: how you do that on a normal day. My little, friends,
1: my I, friends went, wow, you look great. As soon as, the, as soon as the camera went off, I went, I don't have a voice i just would die the thing was it's kind of pr i mean i hate to say it see how i couldn't lie if you put a gun to my head i'm even saying i'm reversing pr on pr it's like what am i supposed to get on the camera and go i'm dying you don't understand i feel like hell no (laughs) i couldn't say listen this is a giraffe here there's a tiger I got Mickey Mouse. We got, and we're all here to say hello. And you can survive, okay? I mean, what am I supposed to do? So I, th- I thought, I thought tried you did I I did the best I could, but you know. And then afterwards, you just quietly. And that's what we're doing today. But when I got on, you you were very intuitive. You saw the look on my face, like I
0: don't like, think something I
1: can. No, like, I don't uh, think uh, I can do this. But uh, you understand that. You get the sure, energy. Sure, get the, I don't know how you do it. It's you get, No, I'll tell you how you do it. You get the energy of everybody else, and then when you get once I, you get off, you you just I, absolutely. I can do it like
0: I can do it like every eight years,
1: maybe. <laughs> no, no. Like, once you get definitely. off, once you get off, then you're done. Like I have a reading tomorrow. It will be rescheduled. It will be rescheduled. I have Torah lessons. I'll do Torah, but the reading, the two hour reading. Oh, it's going to get rescheduled because as I was getting ready at four o'clock, I went. Because I'm still upside down.
0: Yeah, I still sure. refuse
1: to accept that. But you know what? I, I can't tell you just writing the show, I wrote it down because I didn't think that I would be able to pull it out of my head like I used to. Um, you know, the old, hey, Rocky, let me pull this rabbit out of my head. Nothing up my sleeping That was a little Rocky and Bullwinkle show. I was afraid that I was so tired. I wouldn't be able to say it like I do impromptu, but I did. I just got on and I started talking about it. Um, It's not me. It's, you know, divine, but. um, Right.
0: Right.
1: The thing is, is that you don't, if you're upside down, you still have to respect the process and um, otherwise you fall upside down again, and I. My favorite, my,
0: my favorite, my favorite was when you were talking about the cats spraying your bag.
1: Do you understand? I, I have, shampooed that luggage. I have times. cats.
0: I have cats as well, and I've gone to work with my bag smelling from them, and getting so much like, uh, you know, unwanted attention about it. To
1: let people know this, to explain what this was like. I'm in the but it's their
0: room. way, it's the kind of their way of communicating. Oh, no. Well, let me just tell out? you.
1: Uh, Conway's gotten, Conway Twitty, I, all my cats are named after, country music stars. They yeah. didn't handle uh, the upwriting thing very well. I mean, before I left, I went, do you know mommy has a back problem? And they're looking at me going, and your point would be, I'm in the emergency room, okay? I can't even begin to tell you the screaming. There's a man in there going, oh, another urinal another year at all and every every 15 minutes oh the alarm went off alarm alarm red men's men's room br alarm red code red code red which it meant that somebody was smoking in there but that meant every 15 minutes it induced psychosis so the thing is i'm in there all right And I keep thinking that I'm having a whole factory hallucination. A symptom of epilepsy is that you get an adverse smell. And mine was cat urine. So I keep thinking, how did did a cat get in here? Or am I having seizures because they're not feeding me? And I'm going. So by the time I get to the floor, I'm going, there's a cat in here, too. (laughs) The cat, they're little cats in here. And then I went. Wait a minute. So you understand I can't walk unless I hold on to the walls. And the nurses, some of them are like, you know, we're not supposed to let you walk around. They put me right next to the nurse's station in the ER and then upstairs to the point where I then began to realize, I think there's a pattern here. (laughs) They want to keep tabs of me. So finally, I got out of bed. I diverted them. I don't know how I did that. I waited for them to be in report and I started sniffing my luggage on my hands and knees.
0: So it wasn't imaginary.
1: No, they sprayed my luggage. So I washed, I shampooed it. And then I found out they sprayed the briefcase. I shampooed it. And now I'm running out of shampoo. And then I find out that Underneath me, these two neck pillows that I had, they're like little neck braces, that I've been lying on. So I'm I'm so thrilled. I'm thrilled with myself because that's that. There you go. There you go. I feel so thrilled to fix that one, right? But I'm still smelling the cat urine. I'm like, what? Because I'm lying on it. The two neck pillows that I'm using are saturated with cat urine. I'm like, I'm going to get those cats. I am going to get those cats. And it's only one. And he doesn't care. It's only one. It's Conway Twitty. He acts so... What? He's a
0: male? He's a male?
1: Yes. And you know what? The leading cause of cats being abandoned and brought back is that they spray. And so I went, no, no, we're not doing that. And so I came home and I went, listen, you and I have to talk. Do you think I'd like to wear the collar of Shane, (laughs) the cone of Shane? They've used whole movies around animals, vets. Would you like me to get you a cone of shame? I don't think so. Okay, so unless you want to wear a cone of shame and the other one, now I figured out how to do it. And there's a good way of figuring this out. You went out, another cat was doing this. Loretta Lynn, I understand Loretta Lynn, would do the other number one on the floor. I clean the litter, she goes in there, boom. So this is how you fix that one. You bring it, because my litters are in the bathroom. I bring her in, close the door and go to the bathroom. And then she doesn't like to be shut in in the bathroom. And I see her trying to go on the floor. I go, you, are thinking you're going on the floor. Mm -mm, It's not happening. No way. Jose Feliciano. She doesn't like it. I said, we're in here together and no fence, but it's not happening. So guess what? I kept shutting her in the bathroom. We are extinguishing that habit. And lemon bomb, lemon um, lemon spray. They don't like lemon. So put lemon all around the area. And so Mommy right. and Loretta go to the bathroom together in the morning. And the thing is, she doesn't like to be shut up, shut in the room with that smell. And with me, she won't go to the bathroom right. on the floor in front what of me. She got shame-based behavior. Uh-huh. It's an uh-huh. AA. So that's how you do that. So I pick her up, put her in the room. And the thing is, I don't get mad at her. I just say I love you, Loretta. We're going to be in the bathroom for a few minutes, and guess what? She won't do it. She will not poop in front of mommy.
0: Yeah. No, mm. I think uh, I'm going to try that. It worked. So, so okay, so I just got told by my ex husband <laughs> that um, to Back. change the subject, to change Back the subject.
1: to the upside down. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. Okay, That's so I'm upside down because my ex husband dropped by my house and brought me his mother to take care of. And at the same time, wait a minute, I haven't told you the whole story.
1: No, but did, you, me, what, did he see the sign outside that said no admittance? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and at the same time told me that my daughter eloped and she's pregnant.
1: How old your daughter? Um...
0: Hold on. I just lost the sound. Can you hear me okay?
1: Yes. How old is your daughter?
0: But I can't hear you.
1: How old is your daughter?
0: I can barely hear you. Okay. Um, my daughter is 33.
1: Perfect. Perfect. Congratulations are in order on the nuptials. Thank you. <laughs> okay. She's in her thirties. Okay. Um, where do you live? What? Um, well, well, let me just say, usually... In the fall, the geese get in formation, and they fly south. (laughs) You get it? They leave. They do. Right. Okay. And they leave the nest. The (laughs) opposite, okay, and the normal, the normal is once you get divorced. Have you looked up the definition of Divorce. Okay.
0: I mean, I, I'm not making
1: this up. No, okay. I didn't. Say, did I say you were making it up? Well, okay. I, no. I try to tell myself that I just. Oh, no. no, 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 no. no, no. You didn't. You you didn't get the sign. I
0: did not. Now that that one just came from like nowhere. I mean, if and I'm kind of like psychic and.
1: Okay. The definition just, of divorce: the second definition <laughs> is to separate or dissociate something from something else. So apparently, it didn't take. Apparently. No, no, no. So the first one was normal. The daughter leaves, okay, like the geese, and travels in a V-shaped direction. Now, if the geese started flying north for the winter, we would have a problem, and they would call it global warming or something like that. So if your daughter... returned home in their 30s there would be something wrong now it's very clear your ex-husband comes to visit you that would be strike one so that's the opposite of divorce that is union but the other thing the other thing is if your mother came and lived with you well you know there's reasons for that but his mother living for you with you not only is that not separate that's a contaminant Oh, Not, yeah. In some okay. military centers, they consider that an invasion. I so, yeah. so um, you know, when I came home, I'm with this Elizabethan collar and I'm very unsteady in my feet and I have a cat door. Somebody in my neighborhood have two puppies and they're very rambunctious. They're cute, but they're rambunctious. They come in to my house with a cat door. And I almost trip over invasion. them. And if I fall, I will die. That's what, what is that called? That's called an invasion, yeah. right? Yep. So when or breaking and entering. <laughs> okay. And so if a person came through my cat door and entered my house yeah. and stayed, that's called a squatter and they can be evicted. Now, given that he is divorced from you, that means he is a legal separation. So therefore, there is someone who has entered into your legal abode, (laughs) invaded it, and taken residence. Now, if somebody else did that, you would call the police and similarly have them removed. Yeah. Wait a minute. If you felt something itching in your rear end, and every once in a while this happens and we see this, I'm taking it to its most absurd conclusion. Or every once in a while we hear a kid getting itching in their ear or something. And it's in the New England Journal of Medicine or something. So they show a picture and they show that like a bee flew in that kid's ear and took up residence. And lived there. One of them, I think, was a beetle. So they had to extract the beetle with the jaws of life and get it out of there. Now, according to your methodology, you would let the beetle stay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because wow. you figure, you know what, it's kind. Now, well, been- now no, let me finish this for a second. Okay, Let's just okay. put it this way. So they removed the beetle, Right. And they put it outside because God forbid we kill it. You put it outside and then guess what happens? It flies in your ear again. Because at first it was separated or divorced from you, but then it returned. (laughs) So do you return it to the emergency room and have it removed again? No, because it returned. So you got a divorce from your husband. He returned and brought his mother into the house. Are you going to have her extracted?
0: Do, do I, am I like, you know, is this enough shame? Am I showing my No, I'm not I, trying to get you
1: shame because I'm no, no, you I No, no, I know you're not.
0: Saying. I just mean like I just feel so like Because upset. I want
1: you to know because when I complained about the dogs, I felt badly because they're cute little doggies. And some people I know said you should just call the pound and have them removed. And I felt bad. And that's the way you Mm -hmm. feel about this lady. You feel bad because they're cute puppies. In the event you think, I think you're shame, there's a reason why, because you're a nice person. And guess what happens? People Mm -hmm. take advantage of nice people. Let me give you an example because you could get mad for me, but you won't get mad for you. So you're going to get bad at me about my brace. So I had some work done for construction. A contract was written up months ago. So they arrived a day or two ago and contrary to the contract, they go, oh, well, you don't need these boards put off. We're just going to put, new, um, we're just going to nail other boards on top of it. I went, what? And I can't bend my neck to see it. He says, is it okay if you, if we just put new, um, just put boards on top of it rather than removing the old ones that are damaged? I went, what? He's taking advantage of me. I said, that doesn't sound right. He said, but this is what we do for everybody. How would you feel if someone was, yeah, you're smiling. How would you feel if someone was taking advantage of me?
0: I I see where you're going. Right.
1: Would you get get mad? You would get very angry and you would come to my assistance, right? Right. So what I did was I said, number one, that doesn't sound right. And number two, I want you to remove the old boards, but I'm going to go get help. So I went inside and I got someone to sick him. I got a guy who works on the construction, and I called him.
0: No, I have a girlfriend. I have a girlfriend who's willing to come over and put
1: her in the car with me. There you go. There there you go.
0: Back to her son's
1: house. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. Because I learned from uh, a friend of mine who's a surgeon. She said. If you're in a predicament, you get another surgeon, don't go down alone. So I did. I went inside and called my friend Jay and I said, Jay, the guy's out there and he says he doesn't need to remove the old boards. He can just put new ones on top of the ones that are rotting. And I said, I said, it didn't sound right to me. He said, that sounds awful. He said, yes, but this is what he always does. He said, he's lying to you. I said, why would anybody lie to someone who just had spinal cord surgery? And he says, that's (laughs) what people do. You're laughing. That's no,
0: they all do. It. They probably do it more, yeah, more because often. Because
1: because they do the people who look yeah. like they are a pushover, yeah. and yeah. they couldn't or, get away or, with or, it, or not feeling you good know, or something. Uh, so this is what he did. He figures yeah. he can get over you. So you get someone who is a who whose ex husband is taking advantage of her, but she's sick of it. So she can't help herself, but she's going to help you because she's been taken advantage of. So she's going to take it out on who's been mean to you. So she's going to go and chew your ex-husband out and summarily get the poor mother out of the middle. Because if you were her, the mother, would you want to be in the middle of that? No, you wouldn't want to be there. And it's not nice to that lady to be in that situation. It's just true. not kind. True, He's dropping true. her off. That's terrible. But that's- then I'm doing the same thing. I'm just dropping her off. Can I tell you something? Hey. Stay in your lane. No, you're not. All and you right. know it. Stay, you're you're desconfabulating. No, you're not.
0: I just think though that that's intel- like saying Jeff,
1: that's Jeffrey Dahmer killed and ate all those people. And you're saying, Well, you know, I eat meat too, you know. Are you crazy? <laughs> the response. That is not the correct response. You're taking it to its most absurd conclusion. No, you're not. I just said to you that this lady. Is being put in a terrible situation. He takes her and he drops her off at his ex-wife's. What does that make her feel like? And you go, Well, I'm doing the same thing. Actually, you're not. You're not taking your ex-husband's mother and dropping her off in somebody his ex-ex's wife's house. That is taking responsibility for someone who's a crook. You might as well say, I eat mate too. Just like Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, that's that's taking and making an absurd conclusion, but it's true. You're not doing the same thing at all. You just have difficulty standing up for yourself. And that's okay. I did too. I was really upset. So I went in and got someone else who could. And, and the thing is, an interesting thing is, you already knew exactly who you would call. Yeah. That's why I said, if you're a turtle that's been put on its back, you need someone to right yourself. You always need help. That's fine because you're a nice, sweet thing. Get someone to help you, put you upside over. But you know what? Who on him? Because you know. know why? Not only did he do that to you, he did it to his mother. Now that is low.
0: And I would, look at,
1: I would look at him and go, you know what? I'm helping your mother right now, get in a place that's good for her. But you know what? Well, <laughs> i'm else. like
0: i'm hoping like or i'm expecting him to no make don't, you don't
1: you know you you don't put hope in him in the same sentence right right okay that's like saying mona lisa you're going to get a new spine by um spontaneous generation at any moment no <laughs> i had a miracle but you don't hope that he's going to get illumination with someone who did this in addition. Okay. With the roof,
0: What about my what about what about my daughter? Do no, you think I she said she She's went, just flown the nest and good good
1: Guess what? She's supposed good to for fly. Her. Geese. Fly. Good for her. Geese. Good for her. Geese fly. Right. right. Good Geese for fly. Her.
0: However, you know
1: what? It may no, not be just, skillful flying, but they fly. Yeah. They you may not like the, the stroking of the way the wings are or who the other geese are she's in formation with but guess what is that her father
0: is that her father what
1: is her father the one that dropped off his mother
0: yeah
1: it's not your fault yeah but i mean but don't that when you say yes but
0: but when your daughter's pregnant, you should be like near her and and kind of
1: guess what? Her
0: support.
1: She's in her thirties. All All right. Good. I'm okay.
0: glad you said that.
1: Because she's in her 30s. I well want She's not 12 or True. 14 or 16. She's not down down the hallway anymore. She's not 16 or 19 or 21 or 23 or 24. She's in her 30s. Yeah. And besides, if she gets in a mess, which means she's upside down like a turtle, right upside down. Yeah. You have to trust that there'll be other people there to help her because she won't be around forever.
0: I did. It did occur to me. That did occur to me.
1: Perfect. And you have all the skills you need to have a sharp mind and a strong body. I want to thank you for welcoming you into your day. You've been listening to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. You take it easy. Have a nice evening or day.